You are listening to Pelushi Performance Podcast and here is your host Ray Pelushi. Hello everybody and welcome to the new episode. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm Ray and I'm your host and let's go straight to today's topic. Today's topic is going to be very interesting because I'm going to talk about a skill that I've been using for a very long time. Today's topic is going to be called lie to yourself. And first you might think about like, what does this mean? Lie to yourself? We're not supposed to lie to anybody in the world. How we're supposed to lie to ourselves? Well, I'm going to talk about a skill that I've learned how to use it in the tennis court. And I've also been using in other areas of my life. And I find it very helpful. Obviously, this is not just skill that we can use it maybe daily or maybe a skill that we have to think constantly about it, but it's definitely something that we might want to use it on moments that we can't find a more motivation or more energy or a sparkling on our eyes, on our hearts. And let me share you a story or how this, this technique comes into play so you can have a better understanding of everything that I'm going to talk about. So, when you play tennis, and I don't know if you guys have played maybe tennis or some other kinds of of sports, but playing tennis in the court and playing competitive is very different. And especially if you play competitive on practice, especially if you play competitive on tournaments with other people you don't know. Because everybody, or let's say, you know how to hit a forehand or a backhand, but somehow that moment or that day you're not feeling your shots. There's a lot of times that we don't feel our shots. There's a lot of times that we don't play our best game. And we start finding all kinds of excuses why we're not doing it. Well, the very first thing that we can do, and obviously it can be something, something technical that you're not having your best shots, like you're, moved, you're, you're not moving your your feet faster, you're not reacting quicker, you're not catching the ball in front and many more other things. Number one thing that comes, the, the, the game that is dropping or why we're not playing that good is on our mental side. Our mental aspect and our mindset and our mind affects everything. I mean, think about it. If you just listen to this podcast, can you raise your hand? Do it. And when you raise your hand, what you're doing, you're giving a command to raise your hand. Your hand just doesn't raise up without you giving a command. So everything comes from our brain, comes from our mind, comes to like what we tell ourselves. As stupid and as crazy as my sound, our brain is dumb. It doesn't see things unless we give a command to it. A lot of times we perceive things different. And that's why there's a lot of phrases out there, the, the half full glass or half empty and how do you see it and etc etc which obviously is a very good example because the water it's as what it is in the glass but you see it as full or you see it as empty then it's up to you so our brain is very important and we have to lie to ourselves literally we have to lie to ourselves in different moments so let me tell you right now how, how we lie to ourselves in tennis or one skill that I tell to my players that they can use it in order for them to become more, more focused. So let's say you start playing, okay? And you're 1-0, 1-1, one, one, 
doesn't matter how the game starts, and somehow you're up. In tennis, I believe that most of the people that can listen to this to this episode that have played tennis, they can agree with me that every time you are behind, you tend to play better because you're more focused. You're like, oh my God, I'm about to lose. I need this game. I need this point. And no, we're not talking about every single every single thing because I used to play on, on Davis Cup and I used to tell myself so many times I need to I need to win this game, I need to win this point, and I just had no chances with them because they were better than me. But let's say you're playing with somebody that is your level. When you're down, you tend to play better because you have no fear of losing. You know, in the end of the day, you're still playing tennis, there's a point, but you have no fear of losing. And that's why a lot of times when we play like with better opponents, we play better. A lot of people say like, oh my God, I'm playing with a better opponent, but I'm playing much better tennis. Why? Because there's no fear of losing and people go out there and play tennis. And a lot of time when we play with people that are not in our level or that we're supposed to beat them, we don't play at our higher capacity. Why? Because we start manipulating ourselves. We start being afraid. We start being not as as fluid on our... Um, fluent, sorry, not, not as fluent on our shots. We don't become as, as relaxed and... This is because we tell ourselves that, oh, like we panic, and, and that's why our, our brain goes into like panic modes or goes into like stuck mode. So every time we're like playing with somebody that is our level, we're supposed to beat them, or let's say they're supposed to beat us, but we're, we're, we're head to head, we're competing, and they're in front, we literally play the best game that we can ever play because we really need this game. We are focused 120% in every single thing. Our brains start finding ways on how to make everything happen, you know? I'm gonna go to their backhand, the sun is this way, the wind is that way, so if I play with top spin and I rotate a bit in this angle, so there's a million and one things that goes in in, in matter of seconds and we, boom, find the best solution to win the point or to win the game. Now, when we're up, we tend to stay relaxed. There are so many times where we're up 4-2 or 5-2 and next thing you know, we lose. We lose because we're too relaxed. We're too relaxed. We think that we got it. But the moment that we're up for two or five, two, and we go into this relaxation mode, because that's what the score says. Now, the other guy, if it's a fighter, is going to play even better. So if he's playing or she's playing at their best and you're dropping the level, guess what's going to happen? Most likely you're going to start, you know, going head to head or being tied back again. So that's why I tell to my players that when you're up, you lie to yourself and you tell yourself that you're losing. You tell yourself that you're down. Don't even look at the score, but tell yourself that, oh my God, I really need this point. Oh my God, I really need this game. And put yourself in this beast mode that you're constantly, or let's say you're, you're, you're focused on that moment at 120% and you are going to find ways to play a better tennis and to win that point and that game and most likely finish the set if let's say you're 5-2 up and you're telling yourself that you must win that game. And this skill and this tool, I also want to use it in our daily basis. Okay? What do I mean by that? Every time we are in a comfort zone, every time we are in a comfort part of our life, we are not pushing ourselves. And I have experienced this myself many, many times. I remember when I used to be literally broke. I'm not saying I'm a millionaire right now, but I'm not starving for food. But there were moments in my life that I was starving for food. I only had $2 on my pocket just to go out for coffee. 
I barely had money for gas to go with my mom in different towns in Albania when I couldn't pay for my school to go to different companies to ask for them to sponsor me. I was struggling. But the moment that I was finding myself on those deep struggle, that's where I found the best strength. That's when I came with the best ideas. That's where I started learning from myself. I literally have done things that I sometimes I'm like, oh my God, how did I do it when I was only 19 years old or 20 years old? I literally have, have, have went to, to the higher people in, in the politics in Albania. I don't want to mention any names. I don't want to mention any positions, but I've went to very, very higher up people. And I had the courage to look at them in the eyes and ask for donations and ask for help and ask for ways because I was desperate to go out of that mud that I was putting my feet in in order for me to succeed and to continue my dream. And even other moments, I remember when I, I was graduating on my undergrad, was in my last semester, I couldn't find any job, I couldn't find any graduate assistant position. And at the time, the guy that was in charge of student affairs, I used to go to him almost weekly, weekly. And I used to ask other people to, to tell him that I was the best candidate he could ever had. And I was actually one of the best that he has ever probably had, or maybe the best one GA that he has ever had, because he, he told me, and we have, we're very, very good friends right now. Well, I didn't tell him that I was the best, but he told me that he appreciated my hard work, and he's one of the, he told me many other things I don't want to share. But anyways, the point is, the moment that I was on the, the, the my most difficult moments, the moment that I didn't know if I was going to have a job and I was going to go back to Albania. The moment that I was on, on, on times where I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. That's where I found myself pushing to the limits. So what do I want to say? Or what is the point of all this explanation? All the point is that if we don't find ourselves in uncomfortable situations, if we don't find ourselves in moments that we're actually struggling. We're not going to find the best version of ourselves, because a lot of times out of fear is where we find the biggest strength to continue and push and turn ourselves into a beast mode. So if you are in a comfort zone, and most certainly there's a lot of times I've been, and yes, life looked beautiful, and yes, everything was nice, and I want to do more nicer things and I want to do more nicer, nicer things. And the dopamine level was spiking and I wanted more dopamine level on my, my mind and my body. I wanted to go for maybe going for another dinner with another friend or maybe texting another girl or whatever was in that moment because I was feeling good and I wanted to do more good things. I found that on those moments, I had even more difficult difficulty to go back to my old routines, to go back into beast mode, to go back into struggling because everything was good. And I'm like, oh, but why should I worry about it? Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. Okay, I don't need to sleep tonight at 10. I can sleep tonight at 12. Why not? I don't need to wake up tomorrow at 4.30 or 5. I can wake up tomorrow at 6, at 7. Now, all those things that we neglect, they add up. They add up. And the worst thing that you can ever do is lie to yourself and manipulate yourself and break, break your character, your mindset, and whatever you're building. As what I've mentioned before, you are the CEO of your body, you are the CEO of your mind. So you need to do everything you can to become the best version of ourself and to make yourself accountable and every day to explore different levels of yourself. 
if one person actually asked me a couple of days ago and he asked me, Ray, what is the biggest goals? And we're going to talk about goals more and goals are very important. And the art of art in goals is something different. But what I want to say is that you don't have to share every single goal with everybody. For sure. I don't think it's right to, to share all your goals. But if there's one goal that I want to share is double B. MV and is becoming the best version of myself. That is one of my top goals. And how can I achieve that? If daily I'm struggling for a better life, guess what? You are achieving a better life. Now that you're achieving a better life, you find yourself having more free time, let's say, having more money to do nice things and a nice thing want to have a nicer thing. And maybe I need a better car or a better house or better clothes. And you try try to treat yourself like doing more spa and more massages, and now you're becoming soft. I am that serious when I say this because I've experienced myself. Every, every time you have like a better life or, or whatever, you, you're, you're striving for more, you start becoming more soft. That's why you see the biggest influencer and biggest that are, uh, people that are rich and successful, they still wake up early in the morning and they do everything they can to have another grinding day, homie. And I mean it. So lie to yourself when you are on those moments. Tell yourself that if I don't get my shit together and if I don't push and if I don't struggle, I'm going to become soft. And if I become soft, I am most likely going to destroy everything. Maybe I'm not going to have a better effect on, on, on the future, on the, on the environment, on the world, on the community. Think about that. Think about your kids or whatever, your, your best friend, boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband that you want to be the best version of, of themselves. And because you're going to become the best version of what they want to of themselves or yourself, you need to daily push yourself. Okay. So I really want you to lie to yourself, literally talk to the mirror and tell yourself that if I don't struggle every single day, it's going to become very difficult for me to become a, a very hard person. So please, please, please. I want you guys that if you are achieving big things and good for you and enjoy maybe one day and give it all away and make it again. I want you guys to struggle because while you struggle, that's where you're going to start evolving. That's how you're going to learn more from yourself. So lie to yourself. If you're feeling great, if you're build what you have to build, if you achieve your goal and tell yourself, no, 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 no. This is not what I need. I need more. I need more. This is what I, I never want. I want it more or I want to do more. So yeah, I know I can become a bit intense sometimes, but I really feel the topics that I'm saying because while I'm speaking to you, I'm also speaking to myself. So in the end, I want to close with a phrase that I heard it from Joe Rogan has been stuck in my mind. It goes by, hard times create hard men. Hard men create soft times. Soft times create soft men. Soft men create hard times. And we are in the time where we're soft men and hard times. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I very much appreciate all your likes, your comments, your everything. And I hope you really enjoyed this one. Until the next one, you guys stay blessed.